Okay. Quiet in the studio. Is any joking? <laughs> Fire in the hole. <laughs> Don't mention the hole. Three, two, one. Here we go. Right. Okay. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our podcast of the 30th of the 5th, 23. I'm Abfab. Yes, I'm that man who can turn a simple task like folding laundry into a fabulous fashion show. Hmm. How about that? And let me introduce our panelists this evening. Statsman, the podcast's resident human calculator. Armed with more statistics than a library's worth of dusty textbooks. Say hello, Statsman. Good evening, sir. Good evening, fellow panellists. And of course, good evening to our lovely listeners. And next, calling in from Greece. We hate you. But actually, it's very sunny over here. The Gazelle, the podcast's resident fitness guru. (laughs) (laughs) As he gracefully leaps into discussions about health and wellness effortlessly outrunning any sedentary topic with the speed and agility of an actual gazelle. Say hello, Trevor Nichols. I'll tell you what, I I recognise that description. (laughs) And hello, everybody, from a very sunny Greece, and I believe it's nice and sunny over in England, but I'm not bothered. Okay. And our last, but certainly most least, Raven, the enigmatic guest with a voice so mesmerising he could narrate a phone book <laughs> and make it sound like a gripping thriller. Say hello, Steve. Yes, yeah, so good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, listeners. I've just let you come back on because the loss of sound. I didn't hear you ranting about yourself tonight you. at the start. <laughs> Flipping heck. It well, I could have gone on. I could have turned my laundry session into a fabulous fashion show, complete with twirls, sequins, and a perfectly choreographed. Oh, why oh, word! <laughs> I told you, hairspray. Now he's on about sequins and stuff. What does that tell you? Hey, it's all coming out. It'll be coming out soon. Yes, it is. It is, it is just like Philip Schofield and Holly Willabooby. Okay, uh, I don't want to talk go. about that rubbish. It's appalling, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'm going to give a shout out to the whole show, the presenters, the whole shebang, everything. It's a big distraction in relation to what's going on in the UK, and I'm disgusted by the whole episode. So we'll move on from that nonsense. Well, there's a lot of the sponsors pulling out. Their biggest, Arnold Clark, has pulled out. Good. So there you have it. I mean, when it gets to that point, you know there is a problem when the sponsors are pulling out behind the scenes. Yes, exactly. Okay. Right. Well, carrying on with the roundup. Bedfordshire police officer who was awarded British Empire Medal is charged with multiple crimes, including rape and assault. How about that one? What was his name? Oh, do you really, really want to know? Yes, I do. Okay, I will tell you. His name is... Good luck. Mo Aziz. And he's 48 years old, and he'll appear at Westminster Magistrates Court today, which is Wednesday. And where is this gentleman from? I use a gentleman term very loosely, given the circumstances, clearly. Well, it's Bedfordshire. Bedfordshire, apparently. Yeah, Bedfordshire. Bedfordshire. Now, it's last Wednesday he was in court at Westminster, so we haven't heard about what's going on there. Okay, so when I said today, I didn't mean today because today is Tuesday. So, uh, and these crimes are relating to crimes that are taking place between 2015 and 2022. Now, couple that with, okay, the fact that we have another officer who was the head of the Met VIP sex abuse investigation, he's facing a misconduct charge. It's not going well, is it? (laughs) There really are no standards in public life anymore, let's face it. And his name is Steve Rodhouse, and he's facing a disciplinary board over allegations he lied in public at the conclusion of Operation Midland. The police watchdog has ruled. Hmm. So uh, it's not, not good, is it, you know, when you're looking at those for the police? And these are the people that we're supposed to trust. Mm, the ones who are meant to well, protect it's not, the public. It's not, it's not good at all, is it? Because the Conservatives are claiming that they have um, recruited 20,000 extra police. But they're already <laughs> sacked about 15,000 of them already. <laughs> they're imprisoned. 
<laughs> imprisoned most of them for offences. And the bar's yeah. so low. So, the quality of these new recruits are probably oh. going to be even worse than the old ones. <laughs> no good, no good. Well, you've got to be, uh, the first qualification clearly has to be that you've completed a full NVQ level three in wokery and uh, left-wing politics agenda. And I'd also suggest that they could maybe do some self-defense training because I've watched a couple of videos oh, recently where did the you police see are that? just getting walked over by old women and it's embarrassing now. Embarrassing. Sectors, come on. Yeah, I seen a wagon the other day. It was picking up a load of migrants off the beach uh, and interviewing them. All right. That's, yeah, yeah, to, to give them police positions. Yeah, because of that <laughs> shot of them. <laughs> He might joke, but it's the future. It was a careers, a careers uh, grouping, careers officer, <laughs> careers yeah. officer grouping on the beach in Greece with the migrants, saying, "Yes, he's he taking it straight over there." Yeah, we'll take. We, we, you can come. We'll we'll book you for the Met. Okay, here we go. Well, let's move it on on this round of BLM headed for insolvency after plunging eight and a half million dollars into the red. <laughs> this is BLM. Black Lives yeah. Matter. They're in the red. What, what's going on with the finances there? Just give us eight and a half million dollars in the red. Well, where's all the money going? Well, they had over 90 million. Mm. They rip, ripped off loads of gullible people, didn't they? Yes, they did yeah. indeed. Unlucky. Yeah, I hear that. And um, what oh, about. We did warn them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What about Reeves's missing 30,000 of donations rectified? Do you hear that? Who is that? Sorry. Rectified. Chancellor Rachel Reeves did break MP Slee's rules over her registration of donations. Now, it was Guido. Oh, well, we're not really surprised by politicians breaking rules over donations and declarations, are we, really? Let's face it. Well, it was Guido that first broke uh, this story. Uh, but according to the commissioner's findings, Reeves declared a £2,482 donation from CEG to cover the cost of her Christmas cards. <laughs> you took like that, Christmas cards. Outside of the 28-day limit also failing to register a donation from GMB Yorkshire, that's the union, 2500 and a donation from a man called Trevor Chin, £25,370. Well, can I ask you a question, landlord? Have you declared your donation that you received of 3,000 tins of airspray? No, and I know that everybody's going to be questioning whether it came from the Chinese or the Americans, but I am not going to say Chinese. Russians. Chinese. <laughs> and I wasn't really happy about my mention Trevor, but happy Chin. Okay. What about British <laughs> cycling? Chin. chin, chin, chin. What about British cycling banning transgender women from female races? About time, um, and everybody else should do it as well. Mm, sorry, it was good to see some common sense creeping through here and there, isn't it? Totally agree. Uh -huh. Well, the good news story this week is the Free Speech Union wins six-figure settlement for sacked civil servant. Yes. Good. Yes. In their, it's their biggest victory to date. The Free Speech Union has helped this civil servant secure a £100,000 settlement after she was forced out of her department for raising the alarm about its embrace of, and this is one for you, Mark, yeah. critical race theory and gender identity ideology i know so she got punished in the first place i mean it's a win but it's not really because she was still sacked in the first place for literally doing her job and raising you know possible safeguarding issues and all this insanity being taught to kids and stuff yeah and but and the sad thing is is who paid that money well it's the taxpayer it didn't come from the people who sacked her, did it i don't no. think so no. no they need some she needs some retribution with them to be fair and i think they need to be held accountable held accountable sorry yeah, indeed, indeed. Well, the, main, the main thing is to take from that is that the worm is turning. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is now. Gives us, gives it us is a turning. precedent, doesn't it, for the future? Maybe people might think twice, but I doubt it because they don't think, do they? These idiots. Well, the ones that Very are actually doing the sacking. Today, Hold on, Steve. Think, you, Mark. Mark, you mean the people that are doing the sacking? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Steve. I was just going to say that the concept of thinking is lacking right across our society, certainly at the higher levels of, uh, of government and our institutions. The country is in a mess. Oh, without and a doubt. No, no serious analytics or thinking towards the consequences of all of these ridiculous actions ever takes place. Indeed, indeed. Well, that 
nicely leads us on to our national when you're talking about the country being in a mess. Now, the question is, who's helping it to be in that mess? And would you like me to open up with the national and give a summary of what I think is going on? And it's an article from Richard Littlejohn. And then we'll open it up for investigation by the panelists. After Stats has had his say first, in this article by Richard Littlejohn for the Daily Mail, he argues that a rolling coup is taking place in Britain against the Conservative government. Well, I wish it would be against everybody, to be honest with you. But anyway, he compares the situation to the plot of the political thriller A Very British Coup and highlights similarities between the fictional story and the current political landscape. Little John claims that the ultra-woke civil service and renegade Tories loyal to the EU are working together to undermine and destroy the democratically elected government. And he's saying this because he's citing examples such as the controversy surrounding Home Secretary Suella Braverman's speeding ticket, which was like a non-story really, and the treatment of other prominent Brexiteers like Priti Patel and Dominic Raab. He criticises the left and the new establishment. Now, I'm not quite clear on who the new establishment is, but the new establishment for their treatment of conservative politicians, particularly those from ethnic minority backgrounds. So they're the ones that are actually attacking, you know, these conservatives. He also accuses the public sector, including the police and the courts, of being dominated by the left and obstructing government policies. He concludes that elected officials should be held accountable at the ballot box rather than being forced out by unelected individuals or media outrage. There you go, gentlemen. There is your summary. Take it away. Who wants to go first? Stats? I'll go first, please, if I may. Oh, go ahead then, Gazelle. I want to know why you said coup when it's actually a coup. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it's coup. It's a military it's a coup. coup. No, it's not, no, 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 no. I've had this before. It's the same as soup. No, it isn't. It's spelled the, it's it's, it's spelled, it's spelled the same as soup. No, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. Go right. up. I just wanted to clarify that for our listeners because they're, they're obviously going to be on my side on this one. No, they're it's not. C-O-U-P, so it's a coop. No, they're not. No, they're not. When I have a tin of soup, it's S-O-U-P, so it's soup. Oh, no, you don't have a, you, you don't have a tin of soup. I don't have a tin of soup, no. That's Chinese. Well, it's a coup, and I'm going to argue, and I'm going to agree to disagree with you. It's a coup. All right. Right, Joe. Sorry, carry on. Coup d'etat. Anyway, go ahead, Stats. We've smelled a rat for a while now, haven't we? Indeed. And we, well, and I've even brought this up. There's definitely a Cooper going on. <laughs> but, uh, Cooper. We, at first, it was Dominic Cummings, wasn't it, they came for? Yeah. And then, by the time it was Boris Johnson's turn, which, to be fair, we wanted this downfall, but for totally different reasons from this lunacy and then it as you said before pretty patel dominic Raab, liz truss now suella i've probably missed some there's probably more i'd actually say it goes much further than our establishment literally anyone who tries to do anything conservative these days or slightly conservative or anything to fix this broken country they just end up being set upon don't they by a by a gang of wolves and you know what this reminds me of and i've said this before exactly what's been going on in, in america since 2015 16 with trump and all his associates yeah, yeah. but on, on this occasion i think ours is like a poundland version now you know what really winds me up is the left and the establishment bang on about hate but their tactics are the worst for all it, to do with hate which will link into the to the local as well but I'll let the raven come in anyway. They, That's my opinion. They will <laughs> utilize any of the tools. If they're a victim, if they're black, you're racist. If it's anything to do with the Muslim, yeah. you're a bigot. I'll go through some of the tactics, but I think Steve wants to jump in. So. Steve, jump in. Go ahead. Jump. Go, baby, jump yeah, in. First of all, just Into come, the uh, river. Uh, one second, I've got three <laughs> key points, but I'm just going to talk about, uh, you talk about that of weapons that the left uses. They use any any mechanism to divide and rule and undermine any form of government which is not left-wing based predominantly or any policy that is not left-wing based in its its thinking. And they will use anything to attack individuals, organisations, um, the people of the country or even the country as a whole because that is, in effect, what they're about. So you talk here, um, I mean, the, the, this report indicates that there is allegedly a coup against... The, the conservatives. There is also behind the scenes. They've threatened 
they've threatened, the blob have threatened to go on strike or some form of strike uh, if Suella Braverman gets her way about Rwanda. You know, I mean, who the hell are these people? They're supposed to work for the government. Yeah, just just one second. The thing is, this is not a coup against the the Conservative governments or indeed, generally speaking, Brexiteers, right? What this is, it's a coup against the country. It's a coup against the people of this country. Quiet, Gazelle. (laughs) It is a complete disruption against everything that this country is. Now, there was reference in this report to the new establishment, and everybody's wondering what this is. Well, I will point it out. It's called Common Purpose, as we discussed last week. Well, yeah, you mentioned you mentioned that last week, and you went into it. Uh, and I do understand what you're saying. But, but, the- but one second, it's important, this, because this is a full-blown left-wing Marxist agenda. It's not towards just the Conservatives or certain Conservatives uh, ministers or uh, members of Parliament or anything like that, or even Brexiteers, mm-hmm. although they are clearly targets in, in itself. But the fact of the matter is, there is a dangerous ideology that is sweeping this country that started out underground through the back doors, infiltrated the systems, right? It's infiltrated the justice system, everything. And this is the threat to this country. Everybody who's involved in common purpose, left-wing mantra, the wokeism that's sweeping this country should be brought to task, exposed, and sacked. Go ahead, Mark. You wanted to discuss the tools of the trade for the yeah, lefties. We were discussing where we mean you the other day about the fact that they, they tell lies and rumours to stifle debate, don't yeah. they? Yep, that's yep, yep. just what that's just one of the tactics. You've also got financial attacks. So they'll use lawfare, they'll drag you through the course, they'll have your bank accounts frozen. And then you've got fake outrage and offense to get people in, in trouble with the law prosecuted. You've got the cancellation by complaining en masse, whether it be on social media to get you banned or to shut down events. And then you've got you've got the attempts to try and sack people. So again, on mass, they'll report you and they'll moan to your job and your work and they'll tell them that you're far right or you're a, you're a bully, as these people in the government. Actually, to, just to clarify, Mark, the four things that you can be accused of is racist, mm-hmm. bigoted, mm-hmm. Islamophobic, transphobic, and trans or homophobic, and xenophobic. Yeah, those and are, the, those got, are those four tools. But, but they make Five. a lot of these words up, and they're very vague, like the word misogynistic as well. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. I've got a dictionary from 1992. Now, this is what I refer to, because they keep changing names on these online, changing words, sorry. It's a hatred of women. But what they'll do is, if you say something bad to one woman, you're misogynistic. That, 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 no, these people are, are thick. They don't understand words or what they mean. They just, in their heads, the words mean whatever they want them to. I can't understand some trans women are calling men misogynists towards them. It's just insanity. But Steve's right. It's an attack on our system. Our system is the most effective. And as we, we, if this follows over from our special and probably some of the other podcasts we've done, because it's the most effective. And it, is, yeah. and it withstood attacks against the odds, massive odds with Brexit and the 2019 election. Yeah, yeah. And they're not happy and they're still going for us. So I'll finish on, on this point. I think we need to get a grip. I think everyone needs to get a grip, actually. A bit like Suella Braverman. And just tell them all to get lost. That's it. We don't need wrong. them. We don't Do need one. it. If you're not happy, like you said, John, vote me out. Because yeah. that's how it's meant to work. Yeah. Unless they've done something really bad. I mean, I think Boris should have gone for, for all the stuff he did with lockdowns and things and what he did to this country and its values. Mm. But they're just bothered about mean, mean words. And, oh, did he have a drink? Oh, really? Tiny, Come tiny on. faults. Get a grip now. Get a grip now, people, and stand up to this madness. Yeah, and say no. We say no. It, do we? we? Tell your MP. Tell your MP. Tell yeah. um, tell loads of people. So tell you're not MP. into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you going to tell your MP anything, <laughs> Raven? <laughs> Yes, I am, actually, because I'm going to draft a letter over some local things about this um, issue of um, the, the council and the councillors giving themselves a rather nice pay rise two weeks after an election. 74% in one case, and I still haven't received any answers 
from any of those councillors. I'm giving them 10 working days. And After that... Saying, they all voted for it and they're all going to take it. Yeah, well, yeah, Steve, well. Steve found surprise, out... Surprise. <laughs> Steve found out that one of the Labour councillors said all the Labour councillors voted for it. They did. Yes, I have the screenshots of, of yeah. the comments. I drew, I drew the issue out and... I'm gonna I'm gonna mention this later on, but I'm gonna draft a letter to the three Labour councils. And we have to tell the listeners media. we're talking about Cheshire West and Chester. Yes, that's okay? right. That's right. They are now, are now on the highest allowances for members. Quickly, Mark, go ahead because it was Raven's call. He had the time. Yeah, go out just quickly. We know this because I can't remember if it was the same Blake and councillor we tried to contact, but one of them last time did admit to us that they all vote on a whip for Labour, which is a lot of the reason why I stood in an election, because it shouldn't be happening like this. You should be working for the people, not your party. It's disgraceful. And Sorry, one Steve, of those but... Labour councillors yeah. thought she was off the phone when we were talking mm. to her, and she said some pretty naughty things. Ooh, I yeah, think it's about left. time that we brought those out. Maybe. I do, left. Just let me yeah, say this very quickly, Jonathan, if you will. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> Steve. Quick points. Very important points. And as you will see from the post since I put up, uh, a former councillor, former Labour councillor, the one you're referring to, actually, I think, um, put up a posting to say that the new councillors in Blaken will be holding a surgery at one of the local churches. And there will be various organisations in attendance, including some support groups and stuff and uh, support organisations for local people, including the food bank. <sighs> Now, I actually... The food bank. Yes. Now, one second. I put up a post in saying to this councillor's, former councillor's post promoting this event, that local councillors will be available at the surgery. I said, yes, but don't forget to tell the local people that whilst in one hand, they're helping people to get food vouchers to get some additional food because they can't afford to live, that the first priority they made was to make sure they filled their own wallets and purses rather faster. Boom! To, there, to the is the, there is the caring <laughs> Labour Council. Now, there I have to go. say, quick points on this, I have to say this, how unethical is it for three local Labour so-called socialist councillors to stand in a church offering support and guidance as to where they can access food banks, et cetera, et cetera, and then have the audacity to do that when the first thing they did and indicate to the local people was to make sure that they had their increase straight away after the election. Good point, mate. appalling and disgusting, unethical, immoral, and downright appalling. Will you yield to our man Stats? Go ahead, Stats. I was going to say. The floor is yours. I've been watching too many of those American congressional hearings. Yeah, you mentioned that phone call. I wonder if you turned up to their drop-in meetings or coffee mornings, whatever, would they discriminate against someone, I don't know, towards their constituents on, I don't know, let's say, political persuasion maybe? Would they refuse to let them in because... mm, Wonder. I can tell you, Mark, I suspect highly that that would be the case. Mm, All for equality, aren't they, Stephen? No, they're not. They're not. It suits them. No, it's being but some people are more equal than others. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to say, uh, well, I'm not sorry to say, i just tell the truth. The Labour Party is riddled with bias, hatred and inequality. These yep. people go bang on, like Mark says, all the time about equality and their level of their idea of equality is let's look after ourselves first and then throw some breadcrumbs out to those who are struggling. Okay, well, you've made that point. You've made that point, and it's got I'll through solid and clear. And if anybody else has got anything else to say about this, uh, what's going on, then I think we should actually move on because that story was about the British coup, not coop. A British coop is a bunch of chickens, although Parliament might be... Well, it's a... It's a, it's a <laughs> Parliament Chesh- could be described Cheshire as a coup. as well. They've, they've hijacked all the money for themselves. <laughs> bunch of chickens, because they won't stand up for the people they're supposed to represent. But... Exactly. There we go. Now we're going to move on to the local, which is... Ooh. Okay. Does anybody want a summary of this? 
so that I can open it up for anybody. Well, you might be in a while. Well, it's, it's connected. But anyway, Labour MP Charlotte Nichols, everybody's been watching and seeing. She's been trending on Twitter, you know, mm. with these things. Uh, Labour MP Charlotte Nichols praises crowds for shanting. Shanting. Did you hear that? Shanting. I'm trying to do what Trevor was doing when he said coop instead of soup or coop. (laughs) It's chanting F the Tories at a festival causing controversy. So the highlights are Charlotte Nichols endorses crowds chanting F the Tories at a festival in Warrington. Mike Graham from Talk Radio got her on the show and he questions whether it's appropriate for an elected representative to encourage hate speech. Hmm. The debate heats up over whether people have a right to hate the Tories due to their policies and actions. And Graham accuses Nichols of contributing to an environment of online abuse against politicians. Now, this is this hate that you were talking about, Steve. Nichols argues that chanting against the political party is different from personal attacks. Yeah. And not part of the toxicity on social media she's spoken out against. This What's woman... That? Is the perpetual it's, it's victim? Hypocrisy. It's rank hypocrisy. Right, I'm going to open it up now. Who should I open it up to? Should it be Ooh, to our to our oh, he's man? Like a greyhound in the stalls <laughs> over in Greece. Yes, out of his misery, John. Go on, go on, Gazelle, come on out. Well, I, I know Mark's going to go into this a little bit deeper, but she's she has been reported to the Cheshire Police over this uh... <laughs> as a hate crime incident. Do you think? Yeah, there's a hate crime, yeah. She's been Malicious communications, perhaps. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I won't actually name the person who's reported her, but she's been reported to Cheshire Police for inciting a, 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 for putting forward a hate crime. Now, I've got written down here, well, 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 we have our one Asia Street MP swearing like a Liverpool docker again. What do you mean like a Liverpool docker? There's lots of other people swear. We also swear in Cheshire. We are... Swearers in Cheshire, aren't we? No, we you like to think like we're a little people. bit refined no. now and again, but bloody well, hell! Yes, yes. Bloody hell! It's a miracle I've not sworn <laughs> on this podcast once. I mean, what is this <laughs> phrase anyway? F the Tories. What, what, what's wrong with flip the Tories? Well, because the Tories flip all the time. They flip, flop, flip, flop, flip, flop. No, no, no. Politicians can't men- mention flip after the expense. Um, problems they had years ah, ago yes, where, they were flipping, yes. where they were flipping houses. That's right. Now, I, I, I have reported it myself to Keir Starmer. <laughs> Did you get well, on the phone to Keir? Did you speak to him? Did you say, hey, Keir, this is just really not on. You've got to get rid of this woman. She's no good for you. She's a he liability. Did. And Keir Starmer answered the phone straight away. Hi, Trevor, my best mate in warranty. <laughs> how are you doing? You all right? <laughs> you want to stand for Labour? <laughs> Actually, you don't realise how near the... How near the... Not who you are there. Now, I've reported this to Stammer, right? Will anything come of it? I very much doubt it. Mike Graham said, would she say that in Parliament? She said, probably not. I'll tell you why she said that, because I've also reported her to the Parliamentary Commission. Oh, what? (laughs) Who has? (laughs) The Gazelle. I have reported her to the Parliamentary Commission. Okay. And when they sent me the... Was it an email? They said, I know you don't want to have this answer, but unless she does it in Parliament, because there's a clue in the title, the Parliamentary Commission, Yeah. unless she does it in Parliament, they can't do anything about it. That's the point that Mike Graham was asking her, because on, on the interview, that he specifically exactly said... exactly what he said. Yeah, he yes. turned around and he said, would you say that in Parliament? And she said, no, of course I wouldn't. Yeah, she said, probably not. Yeah. I, 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 that, I picked up on that for the simple reason that I was told by the Parliamentary Commission that unless she does something in Parliament, and I said, so she can say, swear, a person in public office can swear. And on social media. On social media, and they said, yes, they don't cover that. They only cover what she says in Parliament. So and then I... Then I the, the question was raised that, well, what contract does an MP have? Of an oath, which they and break. <laughs> it's an oath. They don't mm. have a contract because they are self-employed. And 
and that, that's why I'll tell you why, because the Parliament... But now, if she said it in, in Parliament, the Commission would, and probably could, I'd say, come down on like a ton of bricks. But don't you think, now, on, don't on, you on, think she should be more uh, responsible? Well, you're talking yeah, about my, standards, my, aren't you? And there aren't any anywhere. We've, we've said this before. Go ahead, Trevor. There is no step. There is no step. She tried to be clever, right, with, with, with Mike Graham, and basically he destroyed her. Yeah, he she's did. She's arrogant. She's arrogant, and she's very, very immature. For a 32-year-old woman, she's immature. She's like a, she's like a 12-year-old. Now, 19,000 people voted Conservative in Warrington against her. That's why she got this absolutely measly 1,500 majority from normally an 11 or 12,000. Yeah. She got 1,500 yeah. majority, and she's absolutely, she's not been out of the newspapers <laughs> since, since she yeah. got that. All for the wrong reasons, of course. All for the wrong reasons. So she basically said on <clears throat> Mike Graham's programme, Yes, she she admitted it right at the end. I hate the Tories. And he made an absolutely spot-on point. He said, right, so if you hate the Tories, you hate people that vote Tory. Yep. Now, there was 19,000 of those in Warrington, so what are they going to make supposed to re- she's supposed to represent all people. All of the... Con- yes, and that includes those 19,000 that voted, voted Tory. Tory. Yeah. As she said... She hates him. But she said it's and nothing personal. It's the party. She she hates the party. It's <laughs> nothing personal. She doesn't hate the individuals. Well, of course she can't because uh, the Express released information today to say that she did have some form of a relationship with a conservative who works for a conservative MP. So oh, that's been released today? So, yeah, that's been released today. It was in the Express. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I mean, I said the other day, because I did the rounds trying to find out, you know, who this person was. And, you know, they said, you know, they were just, uh, you know, the people I was speaking to just turned around and said, you know, well, you know, we didn't even know that she was in a relationship. Then, then it was released that they said that there is a whisper list amongst the male Labour MPs about which women you can go, you can approach and which women you don't approach and which women you do not get into a into a, a room with on your own. <laughs> yeah, so they basically turned around what she said, exactly. And she's, yeah. she's top of the list. Of course she is. She's absolutely manic. She's a fruitcake. She's as nutty as a box of frogs. There you go. So, and nobody's eyes should be that wide apart. <laughs> she, she reminds me of that that kid off Family Guy, <laughs> <laughs> Stewie. That's who she reminds me of. Sorry. Well, I think we uh, no, no, no. That's up. Very careful what we're saying here. <laughs> no, I'm not. It doesn't matter. That's what she reminds me of. No, I'm sorry. She but. is chief victim. Chief victim. She can be a victim all Somebody she wants. Said- She's not Somebody a bad said the other day, I believe she looks like that kid off that program. So that's it. End of. Okay. End of. Yeah, of course it is. And, and why in her eyes that wide apart? And that is a legit question. Yep. No, they might have based that character on her. You don't well, know. You don't know. Don't tell her that because you start reclaiming royalties. <laughs> yes. She is. Some, some, somebody put up the other day. She's she's basically got. She's nearly got the pack. The victim cows. I said she's got the pack and she's got the two jokers as well. <laughs> and we're only talking about her personality, because on a program like with Mike Graham, she is one way and she comes across in one way, and in other situations, God, you know, anybody that could actually go and take a dance from the Raven, I, you know, it's got to be mentally impaired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. I thought I think she was on coke that night. She was on sort of something, definitely some um, some incredible drug. Indeed, and we've still got the, the video. Is, so if anybody wants to deny anything, we've got hey, the hey. video. It's up to nine and a half. She was on at the, the moment, mind and it's still spell. climbing. Do you hear that? He said. He said she was under his spell. What of dad dancing? Dad dancing supreme. <laughs> well. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm just wondering, actually, because I'm trying to get a time scale, which I worked out when she got dragged off that plane. Oh, I thought um, when she was dragged off the dance floor by other people who turned around and said, you know who that is? That's, that's Steve Ingram. 
Steve Ingram, get off, get away. Oh, no. Well, but I'm, I'm trying to get the timeline from when she actually got took off the plane, uh, which she then said she was hospitalised with PTSD um, in connection with when she danced with Steve, which I think was about <laughs> one week to do it. <laughs> Before she actually went to the <laughs> and then and then the next thing will be well you know at the time she did have a suspected heart attack off coming after coming off the heart, the dance floor with Steve. Well, my wife's been traumatized by these experiences for forty years. What with dancing with you? I would imagine so. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> go she's not got PTSD, so there yeah. we go. So I'm not quite sure about Charlotte. Actually, I think she's a bit of a charlatan. Yes, a charlatan. Oh, ve- oh very good. Like that. Like that. Yeah, that yeah. was very good. Okay. Go ahead, Mark. I'll just bring it back. We are diverging from the subject. Do you know, Mark? Well, yeah, I know. But you know, that was the biggest pile of, I'm not going to swear, hypocrisy and wriggling out of things I have ever seen in my life. It yep. was astounding, honestly. Idiot is the she, word you're looking for. Mike kept saying, asking her things, and she's totally missing the point. Like, he asked her... It, you've no, she about, was evading uh, the point, Mark. Look, that's evading. what I mean. He asked her about... She, she bangs on about outrage and toxicity on, toxicity on the internet, and he asked her if it was hypocritical, and she says, no, because I was talking about conspiracy theories and what she's doing isn't inciting violence. Then she was making up some stuff that they were chanting this thing about after Tories because they got no hospital and sewage. No, it's the ingrained hatred from the left. It's been going on since the 70s, 80s. This is great. Uh, he quoted a statement to her where she said something along the lines of, we need to use debate and policies rather than personal attacks. But she claims hating the Tories isn't personal. And she tried to switch to hating the government and hating the party. I mean, God, it just, then Mike did a good one. He asked her about, he said that, but you're attacking a group of people. And she tried to say, that's not hate. So it's not, it's not hate when you're slagging the the Tories because they're not a protected characteristic and it's about their policies. But then when he said he switched it to the Jews, she said, oh no, you can't do that. No, 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 no. We're protected. So it's, it's rules for thee, but not for me, I think. Um, yeah. Now, the best one. <laughs> I don't know why he threw this one in, but it was quite hilarious. What is a woman, he said, Charlotte. <laughs> so Charlotte said, <laughs> a female. Well, first and off, he, she said, she was, she was saying, well, she, it's she, obvious. You know, you could tell, couldn't you, the way she was stalling and didn't want to answer the question that she knew the answer, yeah. but she's not allowed to say yeah. it, is she? So she said, a female. So then he went one better and he asked her, can a woman have a penis? And she, sorry, and she said yes, because the Equality Act says so. Mad. Oh, it you know really what? doesn't. Well, that was, just, so that was just an evasive, you know. Said, so, so before 2010, they couldn't. Well, you, you know, just so that she doesn't feel bad. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Steve. Just so that she doesn't feel bad about me saying that she looks like Stewie. <laughs> Of Family Guy, okay. <laughs> Laura Koonsberg looks like Roger the alien of American Dad. Okay, that's who she looks like. So I'm just saying it straight out. You know, it's simple as that. Because every time I look at Lawrence, Co- Laura, uh, you know, Laura Koonsberg on on Sunday, say like if I watched, you know, if I watched the program, uh, she she just reminds me of Roger from American Dad. So there you go. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to say this, which is. A lot of the situations that now arise in our uh, public life and in government and, and beyond, quite often they're so hideous that, that they're, they're quite hilarious in a lot of ways. And, you know, we can talk about the hypocrisy and, and lots of other things surrounding all of this. But let's not forget, we've got public figures now who, on the one side, like Mark says, like to play the victim Uh, in public office, some of these people, and um, want to bring in laws to suppress other people's speech and how they behave and control and conduct themselves. And yet, the very same people who bring about all these impositions on other people's uh, lives, their expressions and how they live their lives, seem to think they've got the right to have a total free reign to go about their business as a public figure and potentially, let's not forget this, potentially incite group hatred 
and violence. Okay, so here's the point. We've got total irresponsibility by some public figures who think it's okay to stir up public emotion to the extent it may cause potentially civil unrest. Think about that, because mm. it's actually very serious. Okay. All Steve, right. I, I kind of disagree a little bit. I, I think all this hate thing now is just, again, so overblown. She was right in some respects. You can be in a crowd and people are going to chant stuff. It doesn't really mean anything. M- my point is just the hypocrisy, because as you said in the last segment, the left bang on and on and on about hate. Oh, yeah. But they're the main people who push it. It just, I don't know, it's just incredible, the hypocrisy. It's like, again, it's all right when we do it. Do you know what I mean? It's very Orwellian in its its ideological thinking. I I had to clarify something on Facebook earlier uh, because uh, somebody put up a post that there was laughing at her and said that she said that women can have a penis. She said, yes. And I had to clarify it. I said, well, all the women I've been with... (laughs) You hope. (laughs) ...did not have a penis. You hope. Not yet. Contrary contrary to all the rumours. Is that when you had your eyes done before or after? (laughs) No, I had cataracts, I did. (laughs) I don't know why you brought that up. Yeah, I had cataracts. Okay. Yeah, so I had, to, I had to clarify that earlier. On How's Facebook, your guide dog con- as well, Trevor? <laughs> Country to rumours, I have not been with a woman with a penis. Okay, there you go. Mark, go ahead. Yeah, I've got a couple more points on this one. It like, again, she uses the rules that allow for her, not for others. So she, she insulted Suella Braverman. But she says this is because she was trash-talking a Holocaust survivor. Now, that's her opinion. Mm. In fact, she was asked to moderate her language by one in uh, relation to immigration. What, by so the again, speaker? Yeah, so it's always put back, isn't it, to the Jewish thing. Now, I'm, I'm not one of these who thinks that uh, Jews are to blame victim. for everything in the world. No. Why can't any criticism be directed anywhere near anybody who's Jewish without it coming back? You can't do that to the Jewish. Now, no. she set the rules. Yep. So she says... Someone mentioned before she hates the party, the Conservative Party, and what they and the ideology and what they've done to the country. So, if some in someone's opinion, if I don't know Jews, Muslims, anyone like that have done the same, is it all right for someone to hate the religion and hate the ideology and hate what maybe they've done somewhere in the world to something? Is, is that, that is that right? okay to or hate is it just for Charlotte? Is it okay no. to hate Cheshire West and Chester Labour controlled council? Do you know, I remember when the word hate was just like, oh, I hate that. It's rubbish. Yeah. Now it's yeah. used as a weapon. Like it's all the other words you mentioned, John, yeah, like xenophobia right. and racism and misogyny. They just twist the meanings for everything. And like, hate's just a strong dislike of something. I just think everyone needs to ch- chill chill out a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, just I, I, I think, I think we can come to that. Yeah, we, 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 we've got massive criticism, haven't you? Yeah. And I think the only way to basically counteract it uh, at the next election is to vote Trevor Nichols reform UK. <laughs> yes. Would anybody say? Are you going to put that? Are you going to put down on your leaflet? Charlotte Nichols is the Mizzy of politics. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She, did, but... <laughs> she comes into your home <laughs> unannounced, <laughs> and she says these things like "f the Tories," and then she walks out. <laughs> what do you think about that? She's a, she's a fruitcake. Reliability. Liability. Um, she's brought Warrington North down to a marginal seat. It's never been thing. thing. Oh, and just to just to just to thing. Yeah, I've just got some news through about twenty minutes ago that Andy Carter has just announced that he's not standing for Warrington South. Again. Oh, I wonder why. No, he's not standing Is he for not Parliament. Standing, Trevor, did you say? Yeah. No, well, he's not, he's, mm, not, he's not standing for Parliament. He says it doesn't matter. I wonder why. I wonder why. He knows. He knows that he's going to lose that seat. There is a. Def- definitive feeling running around all the conservatives so how many is that is, is it over 45 now conservatives not standing oh, yeah, 47 47, 47 yeah that's conservatives and 15 labor so you, you're up to your 68 68 69 majority yeah oh wow mm, it's and yeah. fast that majority just speaking with one last thing i almost forgot we wrap it all up mark wrap it uh, all up charlotte put statements out and again she's missing the point She's saying, oh, and you all, you lot call the left snowflakes, now you're all offended. I think the majority of people are actually just 
a bit annoyed. She should be a bit more professional in her role as an MP. I don't think she should yes. be doing this stuff. And yeah. most people are just pointing out the hypocrisy of what we said in the first segment. And the left yeah. again, and everything's yeah. hateful, but it's all right when we do it. Yeah, of you course, know, of course. It's well, just a mess, but she's again shown. I'm going to be vicious <laughs> now. Be I'm going to be very lefty and wokish. I'm going to say, that's it. And if you don't get to the bar, Steve, you're racist, xenophobic. <laughs> what else? Bigoted. What else can we say, Mark? Spitting feathers. Oh. It's, it's, you're digital pintophobic. Well, we've all been called those when we were in UKIP, even though it was all true. So I'm going to not go to the bar. I'll take all that on the chin and save a few quid. <laughs> shout outs <laughs> and shout downs. Go ahead. All right. Nobody wants to go and say anything. Yes, actually, I do. I do. All right. Let's get Steve out of the way first so we can get him out. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, I'll go last now for that. I'm going to go last. No, you are last. Go on. <laughs> I go first. Go I was going to give a shout, shout out to the Free Speech Union. Oh, brilliant. That, that was brilliant. But I love that. It, I'll give a shout out to the city of Chester. I've been there today. Had a lovely time. Lovely weather. That was a great day out. Nice people. How did you Look. get through passport control? How I have did a you get I, mate, Steve, I'm like water, mate. I'll get anywhere. Anywhere. He gets in anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. We know the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, actually, okay. come down, Mark. I'll be boat then, ready. Yeah. You'll be able to well, go up the day in my little boat. Thing yeah. is, Steve, and those walls that are meant to protect Chester need uh, reinforcing because I got through. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, let's go with the gazelle. Okay, gazelle. Shh, 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 shh. Yeah, I've, I've not much to say really, other than I've got to rush off because I'm just, uh, I'm just going to. Oh, he's got a date. Soaps. He's no, got no, a date. His name. have you met your Shirley Valentine in Greece? Well, I have actually, but that's nothing to do with what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> Don't I've forget got, the Adam Michael chat first. I've done all that. She hasn't got a penis. I've checked it. Now. That's being bleeped. I've got, I've got, <laughs> I've got to rush off because I'm watching my Greek soaps, which you could come on telly in about five minutes, which is Coliseum Street <laughs> and East Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, go ahead, Steve. What's yours? Shout down. Well. Uh, I'm going to follow on from what I said earlier with a very disgusting um, uh, shout down to Blaken Labour and Cheshire Labour. You're going to get tagged. You're going to get tagged. Well, not one of them is brave enough to turn up and stand on my doorstep so they can come down here and bring all the mates if they like. I'll take a lot of them on. They won't have a chance. <laughs> yes! Viking, yours, Viking, Labour. Yours, Labour, you disgusting Viking. party. Oh, hey, Charlotte's given the, given us the rules, mate. We can say whatever we want about yeah, them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Of course we can. Because it's the, it's the party and the ideology, not the people. That's oh, yes, right. Party, that's yeah, right. That's party, yeah. yeah. So yeah. she said it. So Keir's going to have to back her up if he's going to keep her in. I, I, do you know well, it's going to be? I'm statement. still waiting for a reply of him. It's going to be on. so funny if she gets suspended <laughs> from the party. That is just going to be so funny. Mike Graham's going to claim some more a scalp. time for a bit of dancing with uh, the lads down at uh, Warrington. Well, I can't. What, what, what's happening? To, what, she can't keep going on swearing like that in a public office. It's got to be stopped. Well. It it's it's the rage now. You heard of misconduct in a public office. This is now swearing in a public office. No, I doubt they'll do anything, so mate, wrong, because they've it? been so attacking wrong. the Conservatives anyway, haven't they? And Rishi and his wife and all this. I think they're loving it, Labour, you know. They're getting away with it, so we'll carry on. It's a little bit infantile, really, because they actually think this is kind of funny. And as Oh, you talk about infantile. Something. You talk about... Mm. You're so childish. No, 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 no. How about now? You just Look at his chubby cheeks there. He's just like a little hamster. <laughs> you know, stop being childish. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right, okay, I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. My shout down has definitely got to be to all those people who are too frightened to liken Family Guy and American Dad characters to politicians in Westminster. Yes. We've got to be able to say it. Who would be the Peter Griffin? In Westminster, I would say it's got to be Mark Francois. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, the, he's the definite Peter Griffin, you know. And uh, who would be who would be the Glenn Quagmire? <laughs> oh, that's Matters. No, it can't no, it's be. Your old MP. 
<laughs> you got old. Okay. It's your old MP. Oh, gosh, you've got it. You, uh, you've got a like in some of these characters. That's it. That's it. That's, it. <laughs> That's who you meant. <laughs> Madness, God, God. Madness has got no street street cred. I'm telling you now, he's just straight. Hey, Madness is just straight. That's it. But you know, if you if you look at these guys, you've got it. You've got to start. I'm going to start doing it more often. I'm going to liken them. So anybody that's actually watched Family Guy, you do need to start doing it more often. You'll be less stressed. An American guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I picked that up straight away. Then Raven, well done. <laughs> what that I'm stressed? How can I be stressed? Not all that you need to. You need Trevor, to start doing it more often. Pick that up. It's all what we said. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh, 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 gosh. Okay, well, Some that's it. I am, call- <laughs> I am calling it. <laughs> I'm calling it. Well, okay, that was, uh, thank God that was all over. I do not know how I'm going to edit this this show. I have no Thanks idea. So you actually edit all this? <laughs> tends to go between on. sprays. <laughs> hey, how am I going to do between sprays? Wait. I've got a question. When... Are we going to bestow upon the public our amazing good looks? Well, at least mine. And um, what sort of preparation are you not going to need to sort of enhance your your rather tired looks to match me? Oh, I lost my words. Yeah, that's because I'm stunned at the statement that you've just made. You well, it is happening. I can't. I can't wait. We are preparing video. It is it is going to happen. We are preparing to go video. And then when we do, Mark, you're going to have to put down that vape. Trevor. I'll tell you, I, I can't wait, baby, because I'm, I'm all bronzed. I'm like Lord Adonis. <laughs> really? <laughs> I hope you're not. I went up in a debate against Lord Adonis once, and oh, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. The guy had a massive coffee stain on his shirt. I turned around at the debate and I said, this guy can't even turn up (laughs) well-dressed. I didn't know where you were going then when you said massive coffee stain. (laughs) It was Annabelle Tippin who was the the moderator. Oh, God, that was funny. Okay. And I couldn't believe, you know, obviously his parents have got to send to you, they called him Adonis. Yeah, that's right. He's only about five stone. That should have been me, really. <laughs> you're not five. You should have been a comedian, dude. If you're five stone, you're deluded. If you're five stone, Charlotte Nichols is your girlfriend. <laughs>